Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pods Sleep Stories. My name is Chris, and I'm going to tell you a wonderful story that will lull you into a peaceful and restful sleep. Tonight, I will be your guide on a trip best enjoyed slowly. It is the old train to Prague if one is lucky enough to be on it. Book a ticket at just the right time and place, and you can enjoy a glorious show of nature. Before we board the train, let's take a moment to prepare for our journey. And we do this by cancelling all other distractions the announcements on booming loudspeakers, the other passengers rushing by, some racing down elevator steps. We focus only on the departure time, checking our clock, showing up at the right platform, awaiting our train quietly. We walk calmly, unhurried. We take a deep, relaxed breath, for there is no point in hurrying. We are ready, here at an early minute, right on time for a wonderful adventure. When she was only 16 years old, the American poet Emily Dickinson wrote to a friend, let us strive together to part with time more reluctantly, to watch the pinions of the fleeting moment until they dim in the distance and the new coming moment claims our attention. Over a century later, the words of this awkward and lonely teenager might just fit in perfectly with our own modern portal of insta-everything, the frantic pace of time. If one attempts to journey to a place and space where time is seen and beheld as merely fleeting moments, There is almost nowhere better than on a moving train. So now, our awaited train has arrived, and we carefully step on, bags in hand, a sturdy grip on the rails, bracing ourselves for a memorable journey. One of the best, most scenic train routes in Europe is this one. An original Czech train. It plows the tracks from Hamburg in Germany to Prague in Czechia. This route follows the flow of the Elbe River, slicing through deep forests, lively cities, quiet countryside, and palettes of immense colour.
Imagine, if you can, that you have all the time in the world today to claim your attention, as Emily Dickinson wrote, on this train. It moves at a pleasant pace, transporting you from northern Germany, exiting on the eastern side of the country, and then chugging its way into Prague, the charming capital of the Czech Republic. If words could travel, and you know they do, then this would be the perfect place for writing, reflection, and reading. So that is what we are here to accomplish today. In this moment, a little relaxation, and a lot of time. When you take this particular train, look for the restaurant on board. It is the second car, fitted with red leather seats, nicely set dining tables, pure white tablecloths, and vintage orb lamps lighting each one. All that is missing is a jazz singer in a red dress, crooning along to classics. If you are lucky to hop on the train during happy hour, enjoy your time at the table, lingering long over Czech drinks and hearty meals, whether alone or with company. Are you comfortable now? Perfect. How many a future author has sat in this restaurant car, pondering the passing of time? The scenery outside the train's wide windows slips aside, and new scenes emerge with every second. You might recall again the poet's penned words. In this short life that only lasts an hour, how much, how little, is within our power. Take your time on this train. It is all you have. As the sun sinks, its light is warped by dark blue clouds. They shift heavily in front of its blinding light, as if competing for your attention. Pine forests may blur your vision for a moment. The trees seem to be racing past you. But you know it's all just a matter of perspective and movement. As your train approaches a village, you observe the slanted roofs of typical German homes, all uniform in color, all with neat open gardens unfenced. It's only a few seconds before rolling hills sway by you again, and then a body of water. As the evening sun continues shining, those competitive clouds now part. You chug past a lake, the light reflecting sharply in the water's stillness. Overhead, birds soar in a V motion, 
and your gaze wanders to where they might be headed. Within seconds, they and the lake are far out of your view. You turn your attention to the restaurant menu. Seasonal delicacies and the wafting aroma from the train's kitchen start up your appetite. Creamy pumpkin soup drizzled with toasted pumpkin seeds. Rolled pork flanks served next to a rich risotto and parmesan flakes. Chicken with chestnut stuffing and a golden mushroom sauce. Of course, the drink selection includes delicious Czech beers, locally called Pivo, and one should always try out at least a sip of this fine brew when on the slow train to Prague. True, these red faux leather seats can't exactly be called plush, but the ambience is a warm change from the typically cold restaurant cabins on the other trains in Germany that don't often serve such worthy food. Sitting here, your table lit with the vintage lamp's glow, almost feels like a romantic trip back in time. The couple at the table beside you must think so as well. They are sharing a beer and a meal. They sit talking, laughing, facing the view together. A blur of passing birch trees creates a white blanket for mere seconds. Then, an elderly woman dressed in a sharp suit and a properly dyed coiffure enters with a young child. As they fit themselves into the next table, the waiter approaches yours. It's been a hard choice, but you've settled on the goulash with dumplings, a dry white wine, and a basket of bread. Your meal arrives shortly. Its rich, smoky paprika flavor is delightful. The warmth from the ceramic bowl you hold in your hands, perfectly welcome. Outside, the setting sun is a touch lower now. Its colors have changed from amber gold to ultra pink. The little girl, perhaps seven years of age, you guess, is showing her grandmother something interesting on her cell phone before they excitedly order a schnitzel for their lunch. When it arrives, you smile at the giant portion for such a small child. Her clear blue eyes grow wide with wonder. A schnitzel is an enormous slab of pork chop, breaded and deep fried. Hers is piled on a heap of buttery roasted potatoes. You can smell the meat's crunchy, crisp crust. 
there's a tiny sliver of romaine lettuce to pass for greens. As delicious as it looks, your own bowl of goulash is just as hearty. Underneath the sauce, chunky potatoes and bits of meat await. And when your meal is finally finished, you linger over the last sips of wine, the last colours of a sun dipping even lower. As the train chugs over old tracks, a new scene. It's darker outside now, and impossibly deeper shades of purple have emerged. Oh, it's really wonderful, the sky. The grandmother sighs. She motions to her child to take a look. Within seconds, that sky is fully charged with a fiery red like flames splashed across the horizon, as far as you all can see. The grandmother gasps again with wonder. The child's eyes are fixed on this nature, not at the phone or at her plate. You take in this inspiring moment. It certainly claims your attention. The brilliant sun has an energy so strong, so warm, so overpowering, it is making a silent statement of its glorious, undefeatable power. Its light pierces, penetrates, overwhelms. Now the entire restaurant cabin buzzes with joy and wonder awe and reverence as all the passengers stand up to take pictures of this beautiful moment. In truth, there really are no words to describe the scene before you. You are simply grateful to be in this moment. Movement, motion, meaning. So much that a simple train ride can gift you. Travel has existed for as long as human beings have found their footing and discovered a way to move. And yes, they will forever be seeking faster, more efficient ways to reach their destination. Yet, the ritual of sitting in a train and simply enjoying the journey, not rushing to get anywhere, is a pleasure all on its own. And not everyone may have this luxury of cherishing it. What a gorgeous picture, says the grandmother, admiring her photo of the sunset. I will add some filters before we share it with your mum. No, the little girl pleads. No filters, grandmother. This is nature. This is beautiful. This is perfect. Wise words from a small human, you ponder, smiling to yourself.
your gaze is fixed on the light, as if the train is chasing its last shimmers. The red spray lingers, a sky on fire. The train slows to a halt as passengers alight and new ones arrive. They shuffle with luggage and haul it over cold tracks before coming together for a warm embrace. As the movement of the cars is stalled, you realize that this here is another captured moment. The hug and kiss of those greeting their loved ones. Arrivals. Departures. Reunions. Reunions. Intimate moments on public display. And you find wonder again in being here to glimpse. To witness the sweetness of strangers in time. There is the long-awaited grand finale of a journey. The sigh of relief when the hardest part of a long-distance trip is over. When you fall into a loved one's embrace and know you are finally home. In the end, it doesn't really matter where in the world you are traveling or the speed. It only matters that the motion, movement, memories take you there. That is why, if at any time you feel the urge, as the poet wrote, to part with time more reluctantly, perhaps the best place to do so is at a train station, or any terminal for that matter. As you observe the comings and goings of others, the rise and fall of scenery, the changing of trains and the shrinking of each building as you move farther and farther away, revel in it. The changing of light as the sun sets in your view. Now, the darkness of the evening is awash with the illumination of happy families, folk and friends reuniting. But what about the solo traveler, the one who has no one to greet and hug upon arrival? What about the ones who take the road less traveled and often find no partner to journey with? Emily Dickinson has penned a few words for them, too. To travel far, there is no better ship than a book. If you are traveling alone in this way, you may likely find a book to be your best companion. It will be with you on the entire journey, and by the time you have arrived at your destination, you will have known its pages more intimately. And it will have known you in return. Look back on time with kindly eyes. 
he doubtless did his best. How softly sinks this trembling sun in human nature's west. Emily scribbled that tiny poem on the corner of a tattered envelope, possibly as a note to herself, perhaps as a message to us all. As darkness falls all around you, the train is on the move again, and it will arrive in Prague. You know that the final stop will be the start of yet another adventure, and the excitement for that, well, one can wait. So now, you leave the restaurant cabin, get cozy in your reserved seat, shut your book, and let your eyes droop. After a good, long meal, a nap seems in order. And with just a couple more hours on the clock, you assume the best thing you can do now is to follow the sun's lead, sinking into sleep. Oh, it will rise again tomorrow, you are sure of it, and you will arrive at your destination at the promised hour, no doubt. For this precious moment, you will give a little grace to the darkness outside the window, allowing it to gently wrap you in its shadow. There is a time for everything, and now is the time to sleep to dream, to journey. Tomorrow is a new day, a new terminal, a brand new time. And as you sleep, recall these words of Emily Dickinson again. To shut our eyes is to travel. I hope you enjoy the rest and I wish you sweet dreams, and when you awake, wonderful adventures. Thank you for joining me on the slow train to Prague. Good night. I'll be with you again tomorrow on Soothing Pod.